Tasmay. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. tuning in here's my interview with brandon and christina smith stars of the own network channels series love and marriage detroit we so my first question was what made you guys decide to be on the show i mean i know reality tv can be really rough and especially the subject of this show is putting your marriage out there for people to view it so what made you guys decide to do it and did you have any reservations or concerns before you decided to say yes well, uh, of course, you're always going to have reservations anytime you, you know, embark into something like this, especially, you know, never have done it before. It's just like, okay, uh, you know, you hear so many things about reality TV, but we just know that, you know, our, we know that we're not trying to paint this perfect picture of marriage and just life in general on social media, you know, because you, you can look at social media and just kind of like get kind of warped into thinking that life is perfect for everyone. Um, but, you know, we, we know that marriage is a ministry and, you know, that we like, even me as a guy, um, it's like, I thought that marriage was way more just perfect than, than it is, you know? So me coming into marriage, I'm just like, whoa, what is this, you know, because I grew up on the Huxtables and, you know, that's that's what I grew up on. And um, so I'm just, it's just like, we just wanted to shed that light that, you know, marriage can be a beautiful thing, but it can also be an ugly thing. And, you, you know, you have to make that ultimate commitment to push through no matter what. And so that's what we feel like we represent. We represented that in the interview. We represented that on the screen and we still represent that now. So what did you think, Christina, about your experience? Cause you guys are very transparent. I mean, I really, I didn't really necessarily have reservations. Um, I was all, I was completely open. I did pray about it. And I'm like, Lord, if everything goes smooth, I'm assuming that this is what you might want me to do. Um, I did pray like that, you know, there was a way that he would get the glory out of it. Like, let me be able to share you, Lord, in this on this platform. Because like Brandon said, it was never really about us. Like we never wanted it to really be about us. Um, we do view marriage um, as a ministry. So I would say I did ask Brandon, like right before we signed the contract, like, okay, now we do have some like existing issues. Like we do have some really big existing issues. Are we sure that we want to put our marriage out there and put it on the line in front of the world to judge and critique, you know, because, you know, a lot of times people are, well, people are going to have something to say and you can read them comments and they can encourage you or they can discourage you. They can make you look at your partner like, yeah, that's, 
yeah, that is how they are. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, are we in a position to where we can handle that in our marriage? Are we, you know, are, is our marriage too fragile to take this show on? Although we did want to be transparent. And so we agreed that, you know, we can handle it. And so we did it. We signed the contract. We filmed. The show came out. The comments came. We read some. And we had some moments where we were like, oh, shoot, this is crazy. But, you know, all in all, God has had his hands on us. And, you know, we've, we've gotten, you know, we've hit rocky places since the show has aired just because it's just you have more people like looking at your marriage and talking about it and pointing other things out. But all in all, again, I feel like that's a part of the ministry of it all. So we I think we're good. And I know that has to be rough because we know how social media is and then reality TV. You got TikTok, you got the YouTubers, you have everyone making comments and making videos and reviews of your life. So during the show, I know all of you guys, not just you, the other couples, you guys are really transparent. You know, we see highs and lows, reviewing everything from sitting on our couch, seeing what's going on in your life. What were some of the highs and lows that happened on screen that made you maybe reflect on hey maybe these are some things that we can work on privately you know with communication things like that and how did it strengthen you because I can imagine some of the comments you're probably reading them like well you guys don't know everything so what were some moments that maybe made you guys sit back and reflect like okay these are some significant things that we could possibly work on uh for me uh you know it was just um just looking at just how I carry myself when I'm with my wife, when I'm not with my wife, just, you know, period. Looking at my physique, you know what I'm saying? Um, all of that good stuff. And then, like, I actually I, I actually love 100% of all the comments because, of course, the good ones, you know, they, you know, they put a battery in your back. But even the bad ones, they really make you... Like, if this is how people are viewing me, it's like, maybe I need to, you know, see if this is something that I need to fix. And of course, it's just a small little snapshot of our summer last year. But still, you know, we still, you know, did that on screen and it was not, you know, it's un totally unscripted. So that really is us. So if that's how people are viewing us then, you know, we have to take an inventory of, you know, just our energy and our, you know, just how we carry ourselves. And I feel like overall, it made us better individually yeah, and collectively. I, I agree. Um, I feel like some of the things that I totally felt justified in doing and saying on the show, like I got my point across, I stood up for myself with my husband and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Watching it back, although it felt justified in the moment, watching it back and um, getting like outside opinions and views on it, I was just like, oh my God, like I did not have to say that. I did not have to answer it that way. You know, this is my husband. Um, you know, I love him. And maybe I wasn't, you know, I shouldn't have been in my feelings about certain things. And I should have respected my husband um, better than I did. Um, and maybe some things I could have addressed in private. I know you asked, like, was there some things that we might have said, said we were willing to say for private? That's one of them. There's some things that I feel like I could have talked to my husband about in private or expressed in that way in private. Because sometimes we can emasculate our men and we don't really realize it. We think we're standing up for ourselves and we're like coming down on our men. And we it doesn't have to be that way. 
So I definitely have learned a lot. <laughs> I appreciate you for saying that because, you know, we live in a stage now of strong Black women. And I just think sometimes we don't really take time to acknowledge that there's ways where we can empower ourselves, but we can also make the slight misstep of emasculating men. And that's where we, you know, fall into some problems. So I definitely appreciate you saying that because we can't grow if we disrespect a woman, but also emasculate a man. Like there's no way for us to have healthy relationships when we do that. So I wanted to direct one question towards you, Christina. You were very open about just as a woman and a mother, just having a family and how sometimes as women, we have to sacrifice certain things. And I definitely appreciated that as well. How You're really open about that. What advice would you have for some other wives who are juggling families and being a wife and a mother and how they can still balance those things, but also avoid resentment? Because there are certain sacrifices that we have to make to take care of our families. Um, I would say don't stop taking care of yourself. Um, I know that there's a huge pull on moms and wives, women in general, to just you know, we want to nurture everybody. We want to be there for everybody. And a lot of times we do that from a place where, you know, we're pouring so much out and we're not putting anything back into ourselves or we're not allowing ourselves to receive anything from other people. There was times where people have wanted to help me and I'm like, I got this, you know, I'm strong. I can do this. And I really didn't have it. And those were moments that, you know, kind of put me further in a pit where, you know what I'm saying, it, I could have kind of balanced out at the time. So just never stop, you know, taking care of yourself, caring for yourself, loving on yourself, receiving love from others. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't don't box yourself in. Don't lose yourself. That was a big thing I did. Like, I felt like I was under a rock for seven years and um, I kind of maybe took it out on my husband a little bit. And so I was like, when you come home from work, I'm like, take these kids. I don't care if you had a long day. I had a long day too. And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if I would have accepted help from others, it probably wouldn't have been that way. If I would have loved myself more, planned more self-care days, it could have looked different. So just don't stop um, taking care of yourself, loving on yourself and going out with your homegirls, like having friends and um, a support system is is so important and I, I box myself in so don't do that don't box yourself in mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. great advice so I also wanted to ask you Brandon like you also are very transparent just and things that you want to work on with your mother and things that you acknowledge that you know you went through with your parents and when you guys had that scene where you were talking with the counselor I thought that was really powerful so how important was that for you as a black man to show vulnerability as a man that, hey, like we can unpack things and we can work on things. I think sometimes maybe men of color struggle, you know, with seeking help or just being vulnerable. So how important was that for you to show that? I was very important because that was like my first ever encounter with therapy ever. And um, it really just showed me how much I had like <clears throat> unlocked inside of me as far as emotions and pent up stuff. Um, and so like since then, shoot, I might've, I might've cried a good six, seven times. Um, and and I, like, I, I've never cried before that for real, you know? Like, it's just like, um, you know, just understanding that 
being a man, just, you know, you just be yourself. You don't have to be anything other than what, what you think that you are, you know? Cause like the generation before us was just like my parents, they're a very stubborn generation in my opinion. Um, as far, and they, they just really did not have a good grasp on, you know, like mental health, you know, they didn't look at therapy as a, as a good thing. They looked at it as like, you just got a problem if you have a therapist or something like that. And so, you know, our generation is kind of like best of both worlds. Well, you know, it's just like, we kind of see how it affected them. And now we're seeing this generation under us that's so woke and so enlightened and so it's just like, part of me is just like, no, nah, but then the other part is just like, yo, you need to tap into this. You know, you really need to tap into this because it's a, like your mental health is, is it is health. Like you, we go to the doctor, we go to see a physical doctor um, every, you know, twice a year. So we should do the same thing with our mental health. We should get that checked. Uh, we we are not okay. <laughs> you know, we we all need some type of, you know, third party assistance in helping us navigate this life. And, and especially Christians, we think we all we all we gotta do is lean on God, but then we still go to the doctor, you know. So gotta do the same thing with our mental health. Oh yes, I agree with everything that you said completely. Mental health is extremely important. You know, we're in a different generation. We weren't raised that way, you know, to seek help. And especially as you mentioned, as Christians, sometimes I think you have a different struggle because you feel like you're kind of like being a hypocrite or you're betraying something. If it's like, okay, I'm praying, but now I'm seeking help. Like it's something wrong with doing that. And you're right. We're not okay. So I definitely appreciate you for saying that. So I want to ask you guys. So you also show with your business that you have with Love Star and Christina, with you being an influencer, how are you guys able to blend just navigating, building, being parents, having a family, now you're on the show and working out things with your marriage. Was that a challenge, you know, with all the different things you had going on? And what advice do you also have for other couples? Because a lot of us are dealing with the entrepreneurship journey and people want healthy families and marriages. So what was your experience in doing all that juggling that you guys have done? And what ex advice would you have for other couples so that they may not hit maybe some road bumps that you guys experienced with your businesses and your family and everything? Well, that is something that we are still working on. Um, I feel like it's something that always evolves. Um, the more you evolve and the more your businesses evolve, the more your children grow, the more you grow. It just kind of is constantly um, evolving. Um, you know, we're we're still we're still working towards it. We're still working on finding the perfect balance. Like it's especially for me as a woman and a mother, like, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to work. I got to get this work done. And then I feel completely guilty. Like I get that mom guilt. I'm like, my kids are like, mommy, can you play with us? Can you come in our toy room? Can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, oh my God, I can't like, you know, I have to get this work done. And so it's not easy. It's always, um, it's always a challenge because you're only one person. You only have so much time. You only have so much of yourself to spread. So, you know, something or someone's only going to get like a bit of you here and there. Um, so I just say, give yourself some grace, be gentle, you know, with yourself. Um, you know, I, I have to pray a lot, like just to keep my sanity and 
you know, just to keep me uh, mentally on track. I find I get up at 5 a.m. and I'm praying. I'm like, okay, Lord, you got to get me through this day. I'm going to be tired. I have to balance. I have to give my kids some. I have to give my husband what he needs. You know, I have to do what I have to do for business. So it's, I just feel like it's something that I'm always um, constantly evolving in, but definitely so set boundaries. Um, when it's your time for your kids, make that time about your kids. You know, don't waver on that. The same thing with your spouse. Make that time for your spouse. That's your spouse's time. You know, you know, you got God and then your marriage is your second ministry. So, you know, definitely set boundaries, but it's always a challenge and it's always, um, you know, something that's evolving for us. Well, thank you guys for your time so much. One of my last questions is, what's next? What can we expect from you guys? I did have the pleasure of watching the final episode as well of the series. And I love how you mentioned how just seemed like everyone was coming together. I know like I saw a clip from the reunion, so there may be some differences since that last episode. But what is next for you guys? And what is the biggest thing that you all learned from the show? I know in addition to being transparent about your marriage, you also had to deal with forming relationships and friendships. So what were some of the biggest lessons that you guys learned from the show so far? Um, I would say um, that, you know, this is, um, you know, like reality TV is, it's real, you know, and, um, like we walked in, you know, with a certain dynamic between us and the other two couples. And then we walked out with a different dynamic. And like, you know, reality TV will put you in situations that will test your marriage. It will test your friendship. It will test all of that. Um, and you just got to be okay with with this whatever this dynamic is because it's it's the dynamic on steroids and so um we i know that throughout the filming like i really was just really trying to like really hold on to friendships and really just you know keep it the way it was before that and it's just you know you get put in, in certain situations where things will change and now I'm just completely open to whatever, whatever that dynamic is going to be, you know, we can only, you know, do what we, what, what we can do, but going forward, um, you know, I'm, I'm launching a new business that's called songs with love where, uh, me and my team, we are going to write personalized love songs for people, couples, family members. Um, uh, we're actually launching it very, very soon. The website is almost done. And uh, so, if you you know, you want to tell us your love story, we'll write you a, a three minute song, you know, that you can have as a memory either to last a lifetime. And uh, of course, still doing Star Factory, still grooming the stars. And uh, I just feel like, like, you know, my core, my real core business, which is Star Factory, um, mm -hmm. I develop talent. People pay me to develop them. And so I feel like the the, the biggest misconception that people I see in the comments is that I'm just looking to just blow up our artists. No, I like people like people who have artists pay me to develop their artists. Every now and then I do take an artist and I will try to, you know, like get them to that next level. 
because, you know, having a poster child for my business is always a good thing. But 99% of my energy is basically spent with clients. And um, I've pretty much worked with well, well, way more than like half of Detroit as far as the aspiring talent. So, um, and I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to do that because uh, this is where Motown started. And I just feel like I'm carrying that torch right now. I definitely hope you aspire your aspirations, be the next Barry Gordy. That'd be great. We get to see it from this inclination tuning into the show. So what's next for you, Christina? Well, I am still doing influencer work. Um, I am also relaunching the KBS collection, which is a collection personally designed um, by me, a fashion collection. And I'm relaunching my girls brand, Britton and Bailey, which is a children's wear clothing brand. Um, so that's what we have going on currently. We have some things that are coming out for next year that I just don't want to put out there yet because there's a lot of ears to, to the street. So I got to keep some things like on the low right now. But that is what I am talking about right now. So yes, the we're, we're dropping the KBS collection soon and Britton and Bailey is relaunching. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much again, everyone that has a chance to tune in. This is Brandon Christina Smith from Love and Marriage Detroit. I hope you guys picked up some great gems from this conversation. And thank you again. I definitely appreciate your time. Thank, thank you. you as well. Thank yeah. you guys. Have a good one. You too. Running a small business can be very hard. Entrepreneurs wear so many hats. Marketer, appointment setter, content creator, consultant. If you're still running your small business on your own, you've just created another job for yourself. Hire help today. Scale your business, attain more clients, and generate more revenue. Let FlexPro Staffing Solutions build your business by hiring a virtual assistant at an affordable cost.